Blog Talk Radio. Hey, thank you guys for watching and listening to the Ultra Perform Show, performing your best in business and life. Today we have a very special guest, Kristen. Kirsten. Kirsten. How are you doing? Today? I'm good. How are you, Adam? We've been talking a little bit, uh, as we do with guests before the show. Forgot my mic here. Oh, can you hear Adam? I'm so loud, they probably did hear me. They probably did. Uh, she is a realtor, and she's going to be talking about what it takes to be successful in real estate, in the real estate market, and what's going on in real estate. We've been talking about a real estate deal we've been working on, kind of. I've been slacking on it, to be honest. Not her. I have. <laughs> but she's going to be sharing a few different things about it. She might flip in her political opinion a little bit here and there, but that's okay. She's welcome to. So tell us a little bit, how long have you been in real estate and what, what attracted you to that? I started out as an assistant for um, Gary Huntsman, actually. Oh, Gary Huntsman. Nice. Gary Huntsman, nice. actually. I worked for Gary while I got my license. We love Gary. And, um, In case yeah. you don't know who Gary Huntsman is, he's this awesome dude. He's in his 80s and he's still going out and Still selling real estate. He's the young, youngest huntsman of all. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's still he's still he's still got it. He's still moving around. It's awesome. It's awesome to see him. Yeah. So Adam and I Adam and I, before we started, decided to have a drink and we're drinking to COVID. COVID. We're drinking to COVID. Um, COVID has actually been good for the real estate market in Utah. People are moving here from California. Are you serious? Very serious. So in the middle of everything, they're like, screw this, I'm out here, I'm going to Utah. Screw California. We Mm -hmm. can't even leave our homes without a mask on in the fresh outdoors, and they're coming to Utah. So it's really good for us here in Utah because it actually keeps our businesses going. So you've seen that change in just a few months. Because keep in mind. My California calls have increased. This really started just in March. So we got March, April, May, June, July, five months. Almost. Are we in five months into COVID? At all. I mean, in my opinion, five months is nothing in this kingdom. That's 150 days. That's. Look, look at you. Look at that math. Five. I'm so 30, fast. Five months. <laughs> so fast. I can you're add thirty. Like you're thinking like a realtor. That's why. It's always the number. Like, yeah, yeah. Always the number. But yeah. yes, the, the calls are increasing from California. Um, I am working on a project in Lehigh that is 35 homes. It's going to turn into more homes because my builders are buying the next piece of land right next door. So it's going to be technically up to almost 60 homes, phase two. And there are people that are coming in from California that are so starting to look at the properties. And I have my calls have increased from agents that are actually have clients coming from California, all of them that are calling me. So I I heard that people weren't breaking ground, things were frozen, everything. Is that not the case then? No, that's not true. My my builders, I work for Next Level Homes. Um, Brandon Pearson and John Thomas are my builders. And they have continued every day through the COVID shutdown working. They have all the funds to proceed forward. 
on all of their projects. Um, they have great investors with 1031 exchange money, and um, people are moving here. And mm. with um, stuff being built and stuff being sold right now, there's no reason for the builders to shut anything down. They are moving forward at a fast pace. They're incredibly quick builders. Um, very efficient. What, is, what, does, that, that what does that mean by incredibly, incredibly quick builders? Well, right now I'm working with them on our Lehigh project. It's called Trinum, Trinum Farms. And the city has shut down the roads to our property because they are installing um, water and sewer. Lehigh City is Lehigh City. And my builders have told them because they're so slow and they're walking, walking the road to our project that they would actually um, get, get, get all the stuff that you need and we'll do it for you so we can move forward faster. They, I mean, they don't want to. They don't want to waste anyone's time, and they feel like that's our time to be wasted. So they just want to be able to move on to the next step without the road being shut down to our project. Sure, sure. Yeah. Having the road being shut down to the project kind of hurts things. They bring things a little, but we still are able to work through the following computers and emails and and do stuff. But it's still shutting down the road to our project, which is almost it's almost right. I'm not complaining. Someone's ready, <laughs> but they just want to move forward. Let's get going. Um, they're getting ready to pour uh, foundations on four homes this next week. Our road base is in last week. They're putting asphalt down. So the next step is the foundations and our four um, spec homes that are going in. They're going to be gorgeous. We have five homes that are going to be going in there. And they're gorgeous. Spec homes. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and we have quite a few reservations as well. How long does it take to uh, build a home once you sign? Oh, I say seven or eight months once you actually sign the contract for the foundation for the framework of seven to eight months. These are semi-custom homes. That's pretty quick. Yeah. That's pretty, really yeah. quick. Yeah. These are semi-custom homes. Um, and, and my builders do have 11 projects going. And they have more going. We're closing on some land by um, the old 49th Street Galleria that's going to turn into 336 condos. Um, that's closing in August. The, the Galleria? It's or next it? to it. Oh, it's next okay. to it. Yeah. A lot of people don't know. I, what I like it. Half a block north. <laughs> Galleria. The Galleria used to be a place like. Uh, that's the only name I know about. Oh, the K2 Church. The K2 Church. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the only name. They used to be like, uh, what are those places called? The, the, the cars and stuff? Boondocks. Boondocks. Yeah. It used to be, yeah, like a boondock. Like boondocks, yeah. yeah. Whatever happened to that place? I don't know. I turned into a church. <laughs> it's been a few things. Do you have your phone handy? I do you have my talk phone handy. She's going to share our live feed to her page while I talk a little bit. You can, can go catch. To my page and do it? Yeah, you go to my page and do it. Okay. You can uh, tune in Wednesday. We'll be having a show at 7 p.m. Uh, we'll be talking about paragliding, and then you get to see me live jump off a cliff, which I'm sure some of you have always hoped to see me do. <laughs> um, but uh, you can see us talk about paragliding with Bradley, and then we'll be going paragliding live. So I'm really excited about that. You can usually catch our show weekdays at 5 p.m. And if you're interested in our products, our health products, you can go to ultraperform.com. If you're looking for marketing or coaching, you can go to Adam T. 
tajedeen.com, which is my name spelled T-A-G-E-L-D-I-N.com. You can check it out there. So I'm glad you guys for listening and watching. We definitely noticed a spike in our uh, listenership and following, and we really appreciate that. Uh, I do a lot of things for you guys so that you know, I can benefit everyone's lives, and uh, it's fun doing it. So thank you for doing that. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. Can I see who's on this? Is there anyone I know in here? Uh, no. Oh, Brandy. Hi, Brandy. Yeah, Brandy's there. I see Brandy. Hi, Brandy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. So uh, how long have you been doing real estate at the time? Uh, so it's been four years. Four years. Yeah. That's all, four years. Four years. Yeah. You act like you've been doing it for like 20. Right? I'm that good. <laughs> no, I've, sure. I've, I've, I've put a lot of effort into it, a lot of work into it. Um, I wake up, I have my. I'm a she list, wakes up. Oh my God. I'm a list person. I'm a list person. Yeah. I have to write my list down, and if I don't write my list down, I don't get my tasks done every day. I write lists down, and I'll write lists, and I'll write lists for my list, and more lists, and then I get stressed out and I stop writing lists. Oh, you're a list person it. too. Well, I, I still, I st- I'll do lists more in my head now. Because if I start writing too much of the list, it stresses me out because I want to do this. I have to do a realistic list every day, and then I have to check it off. I can't go to work. Mm-hmm. Like I got to get that list done, or I can't so, like, I'm a list. So you're the same way. I'm a Virgo. Virgos are list people. Are they? I'm a Leo. Like it's order. Give me, give me an order. I'm a Leo. Uh, are you into astrology? I am into astrology. So why do you think it actually, like, what is the science behind astrology? Why does it actually fit? Have you ever done your birth chart? Mm-hmm. So my birth chart showed all the things that I need to work on in my life. And so the whole, there's a circle of things, and I'm not an expert by any means. And my natal birth chart shows the whole bottom I've actually achieved in previous lifetimes, supposedly. Everything I need to work on is the top portion, which is my career and my family and, and um, working on bettering myself. Anything on, I've already perfected the bottom. That's what my birth chart says. I don't have to fix anything. <laughs> and it's the top portion I have issues with. It's all just scrambled in there. But yeah, I believe that um, if you look at if you look at your birth chart, it kind of gives you kind of an understanding of who you are and the time you were born. And it, it, it always matches up for me. So I don't know if it does for other people. But well, I don't I've know noticed there's some things for me to work on, and I work on it. But it's usually apparent in your life, like oh shit. I remember yeah. it. There's something yeah. here I'm not doing, or there's a problem here, right? Well, then I, I feel I'm oh, working on it, though. No, you too. I do too. Oh. And I know I'm doing a lot of ancestry work, and it's like, oh, I'm so, so You're doing now. ancestry work? I know I am. Oh. I'm clear. Like, Do you have any extra homes in your heritage? <laughs> <Like good>. <laughs> Egypt, I have a home in Egypt, so. Yes. No, here. Here. No, no. This is one. Adam and I are working on a project together, and we're hoping to get a condo complex out of a home. Can you say that? You want to say that? Well, you already said it. I know. Wise, I can't take it back. I can't take it back. We're working on a little project together. My neighbor's not. Oh, okay. Now they don't know. Oh, now they don't know. <laughs> so on my chart, I'm a triple Leo. 
So when you do the chart, oh. I'm a Leo, Leo. Like Leo. Sunday is a rising. But then Leo. Libra, like one Libra. Yeah, Leo, Leo, Leo. Oh, I see your problem. Yeah. <laughs> I do too. I see it usually after a breakup or something. Oh, fuck, I shouldn't have said that. I can't. Oh, okay. Because I just said it's my show. It's my show. It's my show. Are we are country like Facebook and Facebook? Yeah. Well, I don't know. You're Have you met some 13 year olds? Oh, yeah, I know. My girls are 14. My twins. So back to real estate. <laughs> so, what has made you successful in real estate? What do you say is your main thing? I think it's connection. List. Connection. Okay. connection. So, nothing you mentioned. You mentioned lists and you mentioned uh, it's your waking connection. up. No, it's your connections and it's your follow through. So I definitely been fortunate because I moved here from Wyoming four years ago. I've been fortunate to know quite a few people in the business um, that have introduced me to other people. Um, I met my builder's friend, and John, through um, a friend that I have named Maybe. I also. I know Lisa Maybe. You know Lisa? Yeah. yeah. I just went voting after Saturday. We know the same, like, we know the same group. Yeah. We do. And she introduced me to my builders at one time, and I just, it was actually persistence and follow through that helped. She's me. in mortgages. She's a loan officer in mortgages, yep. and I work with a couple of loan officers that I love, and she is particularly one of them. Lisa. Lisa. Um, anyway, so that's how I met my builders, but I work with a couple of builders. Um, I have a couple that. One of them I met through an old um, friend, and then two other builders I actually met on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. I introduced myself. I explained um, what I did that I preferred to do. I love land acquisition. That's my favorite. What does that mean, land acquisition? So land acquisition is purchasing land so that somebody can go in. See, this is throwing me off because that's different. I told you not to look. Don't look. Because it um residential is personal. Land acquisition to me is just business. And so it's not as emotional. Does that make sense? Yeah. Residential is very emotional, especially oh getting let's get close to me. We don't have COVID. As far as we know. As far as they know. Yeah, I'm still healthy. You feel healthy? I'm still healthy. No, not nothing. What about the answer? Well, I have allergies. This will kill. Anyway. Alcohol should kill any COVID. You can go. Yeah. And bleach too. 80, 70 degrees. 70. <laughs> it's 97 or something. 70 degrees kills it, so or we're at. Plus, yeah. We're 30 degrees hotter. There you go. So you were saying, uh, personal is so much more personal. Personal is emotional. Emotional. The residential is emotional, and that's why land acquisition is actually my favorite because sometimes it's hard to deal with emotions. People get emotional, especially people building a home. Um, I love them both. I love all aspects of my job that are either listing a property, which I have a listing tonight that I'm headed towards. Um, As soon as we're done here. I love those. Um, I like working with my clients um, on a personal basis. But when I was saying that I like land acquisition the most, it doesn't mean I don't like residential. I just like this the most. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. So you, you said connection. What do you mean by connection? I think it's important to constantly be connected with people that are action movers, mm. that are always doing things, always being in contact with certain people because they're always making things happen and you become like people you surround yourself with. So I think it's important to surround yourself with people that know what they're doing because eventually you catch on. And I'm definitely surrounded by the best of the best in the industry. I'm fortunate, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And it's made me think about all this stuff. You're welcome. Yeah, thank you. I'm always thinking about it. That's one of my problems. And that's how um, I work with I work with one guy that um, we always call up what do you have off market? And then definitely can we do some deals. Hmm. Off market is the key to um, my builders. How did you make all these connections? How um, friends. Um, definitely. Some of them I made through LinkedIn. And then the other ones I made through um, um, just going to meetings and events and showing up to as many places as possible and being in contact. Um, my my title girls, I work with Metro Title quite a bit, and they always um, tell me about properties that they think somebody has. So they're connections. There's things that I wouldn't know about unless they had introduced me to other people. Well, I think you're like downplaying the fact that you wake up. Right. Mm-hmm. So you go to work. Away you write your list. I write my list the day before. Dedicated, diligent, mm-hmm. uh, disciplined, right? Well, yeah, because I work for myself. I have to be pretty disciplined. Well, you're assuming they're like common things that everyone just does. Really? Part of the success. Oh, well, I think that I can't get through my day without. Do you get? Do you ever get emotional and let that take over? Of course I do. I'm a girl. <laughs> I didn't say it. She said it. I'll toast for that. Let's toast yeah, for that. that. Toast for the rest of it. Of course I do. I get emotional too. Everyone does. I get emotional, yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah, of course I get emotional. I've had, I've had two friends die. One from COVID, by the way. Oh. Mm-hmm. See, I don't know anyone with COVID. I've never met anyone with COVID. Like, I don't know. I don't know anyone with COVID. People can get a hand, he get pneumonia three, four times a year. He's the, the founder of CEO Space. And mm-hmm. hey, we have a, a puppy we're worried about here. My dog, sorry, <laughs> sorry guys, she's on the couch. She's not supposed to be on the couch. Um, so yeah. Anyway, so he he got the uh, COVID and passed away. Oh, yeah. Guy from CEO Space. The owner. founder of CEO Space. What's his name? Bernie Dorman. Really? He's yeah. on my Facebook. Bernie was. Oh, yeah, he's a friend of mine. We hung out. We had drinks. I met him once. We were close enough friends. He could make fun of my mom. And I was like, really? You're going to go there? And it was funny. And we were fine. We'd have drinks. I gave rides places. We were, we were oh, yeah, because he wasn't from here. He flew in and out, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, was, he was living in Georgia and Florida. But yeah. Yeah, I met him. He was a great. Great guy, man. Drew Gary Huntsman, actually. So, yeah, you don't want, you know, although he fits the uh, demographic of he had previous uh, condition, you still don't want 
and he was very, he gave a lot to society and the world. He still didn't want to, to die. If he had pneumonia, he probably would have beat it because he'd get pneumonia, it was a habit, mm-hmm. right? And so I think that's part of the problem we've, we've had with COVID is that uh, what they really don't want to say is they don't know how to deal with that. Because mm-hmm. if you get pneumonia, they give you spectrum. My dad had pneumonia twice. Mm-hmm. They, they give you spectrum antibiotics, they put them fluids, they kind of know what to do. I agree. I don't think that they actually know how to deal with it. And I think that we're getting a lot of misinformation. Of course, you could see that on my post because I question everything. Question? You're not on there? No? Uh, Maybe not on here. Okay. Maybe on here. Okay. Well, I I think we're just getting a lot of misinformation that um, I'd like to know the truth. And if 40 different outlets get the wrong information, then we're, you know, everyone's going to question everything. So that's, that's how I feel about it. But also, because COVID is so um, in our faces right now, the real estate industry has done a lot of measures to make sure that when we go into homes, when we're selling real estate, that we, I'm looking at this instead of this. We're, we're selling real estate. <laughs> I'm not good on the camera. It's not my favorite thing. (laughs) But because COVID is such a scare and we are selling homes and we are bringing people into homes, I think that um, the real estate, the Board of Realtors and the use of state real estate have actually put a lot of measures into place to make people safe. Um, When you go see a home, go visit a home, walk into a home, do an open house. I have gloves and masks and sanitizer at um, the listings. We have that at our trailer for our home. Um, I carry them in my car for clients. So we take a lot of measures. We require everybody to actually um, wear masks and gloves to walk into your home um, and sanitize as you walk out of the home. There's a lot of requirements that um, we're trying to make, do it as safe as possible. Because we're still, I think if, if we don't keep the housing going, I believe that that'll hurt our economy. And you have such a great economy right now that that's one of the things that's helping rebound at the moment. Well, it's not just because of the housing, it's because of everything. You can't shut everything down. We're not set up for that kind of work. I read something that Utah's unemployment has gone down and that we're kind of we're rebounding very quickly and don't quote me on that because I don't know what I read is truth or false anymore. But I believe we're doing okay. And because we have so many people moving here from California, I think that we're well on our way to rebounding very quickly. Oh, I think so too. That I'm sure. My title friend, so I work with um Chris Vance, Chris Vance with Gateway Title Saturday told me she's never been busier than she's ever been right now. She's just shocked how busy it is. And most of my title girls, Christy Rice is my other title gal, hi Christy, she has um, never been busier also. So there's a lot of refis going on because the interest rates are so low. The refis are just, um, just, out of, I mean, out of this world. People are just constantly refining. What, 3%? 2.7. Yeah, 2. Well, it, I mean, 
varies with whoever you're going with. Two point seven five. If it gets down to two point five percent, you guys, you guys are really getting a good deal when you buy a home. Yeah. Now, now is the time to rebuy. If you're going to buy a home, do it now. If you um, have, what's that called? For, is it forbearance? Forbearance. Don't do that on your mortgage. It affects your credit. And you don't want to do that. Keep paying your mortgage. Um, that's easy to say for people. It's easy to say. I people, just yeah, try to If someone's looking for forbearance, right? Forbearance, right? Yeah, but if you're going to. looking for forbearance, they're not like, well, maybe I shouldn't do this. I should pay my mortgage. But if they're looking at it, if I can't pay their mortgage, they're mm-hmm. off their job. So I think it's important for people to know that I don't know why. Turn that away. Okay, just look at that. Um, I think it's important for. <laughs> I always look at there. I think it's important for people to know that um, if you can pay the mortgage because it'll affect your credit. And at the end of three months, where they um, they you hold off on paying your house payment. This is about now where people held off on paying the house payment and they're going back. You still have to pay those four house payments on that fourth month. So if you didn't have the money three months ago, what makes you think you're going to have it now? Hopefully. I don't want to see a lot of foreclosures. I want people to still have their homes. Sure, sure. Nobody wants to see that. People losing their homes. I've actually done deals where people are losing their homes. It's heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. You have to really um, have compassion for them. They're losing their home. What is the most, like, uh, the thing that made you feel the, the best about either selling the property or setting up someone in the home or something like that? I think you're helping someone with their life. This is their life. Your home is where your heart is. Your home is where you're happy. Your home is where you're comfortable. You're really comfortable in your home. And I think that... Um, it's important to find something where someone's happy when they go home. Mm-hmm. I don't want to push anyone into a house that they don't want just because you can't find anything. I want someone to be happy with their purchase. I want them to love their purchase and be happy that they are put into a good mortgage. So I always try to refer to a good loan officer. Um, the clothing was smooth and that when they walk away, they're super happy. Mm-hmm. I don't want anyone just to buy something because they have no other options. They want to find them something they love. I actually looked at like 80 homes before I picked this one. Mm, I think I had you as a client before. It wasn't you. (laughs) I was a client. Like are we on our 100th home yet? Kathy McCabe. I don't know her. No, there's yeah, like a thousand pages. But she was like, oh, this person, she kept showing me home, showing me home. We tried on a couple, but by mm-hmm. the time I made an offer, they uh, she was on contract or something. Like the night out of one while was a night out of my crap. I know there's certain areas that are pretty scary. Um, when my friend Heather bought a house in Saratoga Springs, I think we'd go see 10 homes a night, every night. Every night there were new homes. We'd go see 10 homes. And I'd show up with an offer for every home in hand. Really? And I think we saw 100 homes. And we finally got one. And the only reason why we got it is they just liked our offer the best. And it was the first offer. But I was writing offers every day. Well, why were they not closing before? Um... They were always full price. Um, there were probably stipulations. A lot of realtors want you to make your earnest money go hard 
almost immediately. If, if it's a multiple, so if it's a multiple offer situation, you want to entice the seller to take your offer. So one of the ways to do the enticement is to do, you make the earnest money go hard, and that shows how serious they are. And for the earnest money to go hard, you don't get that deposit back. Mm. So it kind of gives them a solid leg to stand on. They they know you're serious. You're following through to the end. They but if don't. You don't get the house. You don't get your money back. No, you're giving. I don't do that. So you mean? gotta be careful with offers. It mm-hmm. depends. So say you found a house at Luck and gave them twenty thousand dollars, which could be a part of it. Could you can make a part of your down payment, but it would also be earnest money and show how serious if you made it hard. So you could you could maneuver it a little bit. Mm-hmm. So it's a contract. It's a legal contract. So whatever you write, you got to make sure that everyone's happy. Yeah, sure. These are legal. And these contracts, the uh, recipes written by the um, Board of Realtors are actually uh, written by lawyers. And they're tried, true, and tested. They, they stand up in a court of law. Mm-hmm. So you got to pay attention to the wording. Always read your contract. Don't ever sign Anything with a realtor, a lawyer, anything, make sure you know what it says. Especially, am I leaving the fridge or am I kicking the fridge? Am I, am I anything that's attached to the house? Stay. Doesn't matter whether it's in the contract, contract or not. Yeah. So if it's attached to the house, someone says, um, in the contract excluded, I don't want my, I don't want my um, solar panels to stay. Then they have to take those, but they have to make sure that it looks like they were never there as well. So it's not big mess. Could be a big mess. Yeah. I actually um, closed on a deal oh, with my builders, and they showed up for a final walkthrough after we closed with the keys. After after we got the keys, and they had taken the windows, the doors, the door handles. They had taken everything because they thought they owned it. Like they thought it. Is it the door? They took the doors, the door handles. They took the entire. So they they took the door. They literally. Yes. They, they, they haven't heard that thing, right? They took it all. The toilet. Um no. Okay. But they took everything. They took the windows. They took everything. They took the windows. Yes, it was after they were closed, and so I had to say, you either put all this back or we sue you, and it's not going to be cheap. And they, the next day, they were. 20 people putting everything back. That what, they were they what were they thinking? They were closed. It wasn't their stuff. <laughs> yeah. What were they thinking? I mean, why they, they thought thinking? they thought because my builders were tearing it down, and they didn't tear oh, it down yet. Oh, we're just going to take this because they're, they're tearing it down. But they haven't torn it down. They, my builders were using it for a. Um, an office until they tear it down. So it could be years. You can't assume anything. It has to be written down or it's not valid. That's a good point. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it was it was horrifying to get the call. There's yeah, no right. windows, there's no everything's gone, the yeah. light fixtures. You, know, you have to do what I did, like, what did you say? <laughs> I better take care of this. Everything's gone. Oh, yeah. I had a great realtor that was on the other side and she took care of it and made sure that they put everything back. She was oh, amazing. Yeah. Two, there were two actually that are on my Facebook that, that may be watching this. I don't know. They, no. Hi, Angie. I see Angie. 
And Brandy's still on there. Yep, as far as we can tell. So, I know Angie also. You know Angie? Yeah, I know Angie. Oh, I mean, you kind of go in the same yeah, circles yeah, of sure. people. Yeah, Angie's one of my best friends. So, if, uh, thank you for being on the show. Are we done? If, uh, we are. But is there any, uh, if someone's interested in selling their home, mm-hmm. making their home, how they get a hold of you, what would you suggest them for them to do? They can call me. My phone number is 385 